This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Richie. Maybe on Walker. Q. Q. That'll do it. That will do it. Hello, welcome to Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. Did you enjoy international break? No? Yeah, me neither. Honestly, I absolutely hate it. It's not good at all, is it? What was also not good at all was the game against Brentford at the weekend. I mean, we got a draw, but in terms of entertainment value, it was pretty poor, to say the least. On this show, we're going to be taking in the fans' reaction outside Dean Court before we have an in-depth review where we take a second look at what happened and maybe we take in five things we learned after that game. We did learn some things, honestly. Another thing we learned is that the best place to watch games on TV is at your local Green King pub as they show all major games and, in fact, every sporting spectacle shown on Sky Sports and BT Sport. Look, the next televised Bournemouth game, I think, is versus Southampton at home. If you haven't got a ticket or you can't get there, well, you can watch it at your local Green King. If you're in and around Bournemouth, by the way, there are plenty of them about, including the Westbourne, the Broadway. In Poole, you've also got the Churchill, the Antelope, the Jolly Sailor. Plus, of course, in and around Vitality Stadium itself, you've got the Brunswick, which is about a 20-minute walk away. The Richmond Arms as well. Yeah, it's the ideal place to have a drink and some food before the game. And whilst we're here, we cannot not tell you about the Green King season ticket sports app. This is crazy because it's free. And the benefits of the app include 10% off a range of drinks one hour before, during and after any of their big TV matches. You've also got 
your booking functionality as well to secure your table before you arrive. There are also games on the app as well with Instant Prizes Plus. We've got something special for you as well because if you download the app and use code BOTN, which stands for back of the net people, I'm sure you know that, BOTN, just pop it in the promotional code section when you sign up. You can unlock some beautiful extra offers and discounts, including a free pint the first time you download and use it. In fact, a free any drink. Why wouldn't you want to? Plus, I think one of the offers they've got at the moment is also £5 off any £15 spend, which is superb. How's it free? I'll tell you what, it is free. So just head to your app store and search season ticket to download. If you can't make it to the game, make sure you visit a Green King sports pub. They are your home of pub sport. It's where the fans go. And I'm telling you now, some of you probably would have rather watched the Bournemouth-Brentford game in a pub, if it was on TV, that is. As it as it is, it wasn't. It was on last spot on Match of the Day. It wasn't a brilliant spectacle, but it's a point against a side that's been doing all right, is what the fans said. <laughs> Here we are outside Dean Court. Uh, it's a nil-nil, I'm afraid. Not a lot to talk about, but uh, we're going to drag some people in anyway and, and force them to talk about not a lot. So start with you, Paul, if you don't mind. Um, I was just walking past. I couldn't get away. No, you couldn't get away. <laughs> hey, uh, so s- s- this season, I don't think we've scored at home since the opening day, have we? It doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. It's, it's been a bit dire, hasn't it, at home? Yeah. I mean, we, we've done all right. We've not conceded today. We gained a point against a fairly decent Brentford team that beat Man U, I think. So, you know, it, there are some positives to take from today, but it was just a bit drab. Yeah, but I thought Lerma played very well. I thought Lerma was trying to get things going in the middle, but just couldn't click today. I don't know what it was. Whether it's because we had too big a break, because um, the international, um, so I don't know. Just didn't work today, did it? The passion's there. I feel like you know we were putting bodies on the line certainly when we were defending. Although Brentford didn't really have a lot of chances, felt like we perhaps could have had more going forward. Yeah, we, we rode our luck at the back a bit, I think, and, and as you say, bodies on the line. But going forward, we didn't have anything. I mean, just couldn't get more into the game. We couldn't get Solanke into the game. Heavy touches. Just didn't feel like... I think it felt like we'd had two weeks off and, and not had a game. So uh, it's to be expected. Although uh, some, of those, some of those players have played in international games. So, yeah, it, it really is just a nil-nil ball draw, isn't it, really? It is really, it is, yeah. I did see Lloyd Kelly a second ago, which uh, didn't fill me full of confidence that we'll see him anytime soon. Oh, really? Why was that? He was hobbling, wearing one of those sort of big, like almost like ankle break boots. Oh, okay. Um, with crutches. So, yeah, I don't think we'll be seeing him before Christmas. Eek. Mind you, Mepham did well. Mepham did okay, yeah, and Senesi did okay as well. Yeah. Um, I think all of the. Uh, all of the players really did okay. Nobody just shone, you know. T- yeah. Tavernier, where'd that come from? Tavernier didn't didn't really. He just seemed off his game today. Yeah. Uh, all his crosses seemed to hit the first man, or you know, or yeah, wayward. Yeah. So, you know, we'll put it down to getting a point and then move on. I think. Point and move on. Thank you, buddy. All right. Oh, where's uh, oh, there he is. There's the main man. Uh, now, sometimes things don't go your way, do they, in football? And today was a was a nil nil. Yeah. How was your football this morning? Well, mine wasn't good and mine was also good. Okay. At so, the same time. So I guess you kind of whatever whatever happens, you just got to keep going, haven't you? Know. Yeah. Yeah. So what? I lost about eleven nil to Bison and 
10 nil to Cobras. So the nil nil doesn't feel as bad then? Yeah. Yeah. Good. When I'm losing um, 21 nil. Yeah, that's, that is. Conceded 21 goals. Yeah, that is that is hard. That is hard. What did you enjoy about today, about the football here at, at, at Dean Court? Well, I liked that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? You've said it all. I think it was it was tough today, wasn't it? It was tough today because it wasn't a great deal that happened. Yeah. Uh, there was a penalty shout at the, in the first half. Yeah. Do you think I we should have got that? We should have got that one and the next one and the last minute one. Yeah, there was a handball shout, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Onwards and upwards. We'll see how we get on with the next game. We, uh, now you're not at the next game, are you? So any I'm Noah fans out there, he's at a party. He won't be available for Leicester, but we'll catch you uh, after that, hopefully. But not at Southampton either. What can we do? What can we do? I'll have a chat with your agent. I'll see if we can afford you to, to come to something else. Okay. Hey, David. Hi, David. How are you doing? All right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Long time no see. Yeah, long time no see. Yeah. It's great to see you. Yeah. Great to see you. What would you like to talk about? Well, I thought that was, was all right. A point. Okay. I'd, take, I'd have taken that. Yeah, you know? me too. Yeah, yeah. I thought we looked solid. I mean... Um, I saw the. I was at the Ted uh, McDougall end, and I thought we had a penalty in the first. I, I, I couldn't see obviously from where I was about the second one, but yeah. you know, it wasn't. Uh, but you know, I thought we did all right. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. Yeah. Do you know uh, Sam enlightened me to something during the game? Uh, two thousand nine, April two thousand nine. Right. Right. You have to go back a little bit now. Uh, we played at Brentford in League Two mm-hmm. here. So you know, what? What an incredible rise through the leagues both both oh, clubs have had. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, th- I always think that the clubs like us and Brentford have got a lot in common. Yeah, and uh, you know, I wish them well. You know, it's good to see clubs like Brentford making it up there and, and you know making a good fist of it. Yeah, yeah, just like we did. We are, you know. We are, we are, we are making a fist of it. Uh, now I'll touch on something that I, I, I don't know. We haven't got a lot of people today, so I'll touch upon it. Um, potentially, the club being uh, taken over—that's quite exciting as well, isn't it? It could be. It certainly could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll have to wait and see what uh, Mr. Foley has to say. But if. Um, I mean, if he's uh, an ambitious man, if he's a man of action, mm. in no time at all, he'll build us a lovely new stadium, won't he? Just like Brentford got. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the kind of chap we want. That is the kind of chap we want. It was good to see you today. Anything else you want to add? Uh, not particularly, no. But anyway, no. keep up the work, you guys. And you're up for a, uh, for a prize, aren't you, or something? Yes, we are up for a prize. There'll be a video about that yeah, coming yeah. up very, very soon. Yeah, yeah thank well, you good for luck with that. You deserve it. All oh, right. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, lads. Thanks. Bye. Good to see you. Okay. Hi, how you doing? What's Hi, your name? I'm Jack. Hi, Jack. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not a lot to talk about, Jack, but I'm, I'm going to let you have a go. So, uh, what did you see today that kind of uh, well, caught your attention? For me, the officiating was not very good. I was mm. very disappointed with the referee. I think it took him five minutes to make a decision and... Every time he made one, it seemed to be the wrong one. And I don't know how at the end of the game, when you've got a potential handball and then not checking VAR, and he's ending the game straight after that, I thought that was pretty disgraceful. So. It'll be interesting if we get a replay of that later. He was the yeah. first time we've ever been refed by that ref. Was it? Uh, ever. Is he so, a new one? Because I haven't seen him around. I, I think, think he's relatively new. I mean, we might have to just say he can't come back. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine with me. I'd be very okay. happy with that. Okay. So uh, did you get a view of any of the incidents going on in terms of the handball or, or the penalty shout or anything like that? Could you see any of them? I didn't get a, I didn't get a clear one, but I think the, the first VAR call, I think that was fair enough. It looked like, um, I think it was me, got a bit of a ball. So yeah. I, th- I think that's fair enough. But the second one, I don't know how it hadn't been checked. So right. that's just really... 
really pissed me off, <laughs> basically. We've got a really good month, though, haven't we? This October month, it's good. We've got, we've got Leicester coming up next. So we've got Fulham after that. Know, we've yeah. got some games that we yeah. should be able to get some kind of points for. It's just whether we can actually make the most of them. I know. I'm, I'm glad we got the point today. Brentford have looked absolutely fantastic in mm. the last few games, and I think we did really well to get the point. Um, we were a little bit... We weren't quite switched on for me. We weren't passing the ball quick enough in our passes we were giving the ball away a lot to be honest but we got a great run of fixtures we got a lot to look forward to still unbeaten under Gary O'Neill so yeah. long may it continue and um, hopefully we can get a few wins fantastic thanks for coming on alright nice to meet you thank you hey Ben you alright how are you you okay Oh, I'm all right. It was just a bit boring. Yeah, I, I know. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the most exciting of games. I mean, it, it felt like the first half went reasonably quick. So I just, you yeah. know, but it didn't, nothing really happened, did it? Nothing really. No, but I'm I'm happy with how we were defensively because I think going into the season, I knew that we would score goals. We would have to have opportunities to score goals. Um, but yeah, uh, defensively we were good. Uh, I thought Sinesi today was great, even though Meppen got the man of the match. I thought he's really come on. I thought Newcastle was good, and he was really good today as well. But yeah, I think there's, there's work to be done before Leicester, but I think they're they're more open defensively. Okay. Um, and I also think we should be really happy with how, because Brentford, they, they scored five the other week, so we obviously know that they can score goals for fun. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we limited them to not scoring at all, I think, I, I, I think we should be proud of that. I find that whole thing quite curious. So uh, obviously when um, our previous manager left, we won't mention his name because he's had enough of that, uh, he said that we were under-equipped at this level. I felt that he meant defensively, but looking at it defensively, actually we, we look pretty good since that, that Liverpool game. But uh, offensively, attacking-wise, at home, not so great. On the road, not too bad, but at home, not so great. Um, I think it's just something that will come in time to be honest like with experience that, that our team gets I think Slanky I think he will find his form obviously he scored against Forrest but I think he'll find his form I think Billing this season could be really key yeah. and especially if our wide players like Tavernier I think he may be a little bit like Christie last season where he struggles to score but we can tell he's a good player um, but yeah I, I, it's, it's just something that will come in time but yeah I, I don't, there's nothing to be worried about because we started today 12th and we're still 12th now so yeah but I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the point so. We move on. Yeah. Right. Thank Fantastic. You. Thank you, buddy. I'm coming on with the boys. Okay, lovely. Go on, lads. How are you doing? Sorry. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Good to see you. I, I didn't catch you earlier on today. Um, okay, I want to ask you about formation. Yeah, I'm still not sure. I'm still no. not sure what we were doing there. But I mean, it um, looked like it, At one point, it did look like a 4-4-2 to me. It looked yeah, pretty... a little bit. Uh, Billing was kind of off that left-hand side, wasn't he? Yeah. I think it was kind of using the fact that Zamora likes width, likes to get forward. And it was kind of that elbow tactic of Smith then coming round and yeah. it almost going into a three. But, I mean, it depends how you look at it, whether it worked or not. I mean, we nullified them, I felt, but we probably didn't offer enough. I don't think it suited Kiefer. Weirdly, I think the changes probably would have suited Kiefer if he had stayed on the yeah. pitch. Um, but he probably ran himself to the ground. But, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best spectacle. It's definitely last match of the day. <laughs> but, again, we've shown that we're competitive and we've shown that, you know, a side that we're top half, We've nullified them really, and I don't think there was much in the game. No. And we probably earned a point again, and I thought the centre halves were the standouts again. So it's a good sign from the fact that we're hard to break down, we're a bit of a nuisance, but we still need to offer, offer a bit more up the other end of the pitch. And when we get a few set pieces at the end, I don't know what we were doing from set pieces today, but um, it's a point I think most of us would have taken it. If we back, yeah. I think it's one of them, if we back out of a win against Leicester, we'll say it was a good point. So we'll see what happens, but I thought the centre halves would have, would have pick out again, which says it all about the game really. Yeah, we got a good run of fixtures then. We got we got we know yeah. possibilities coming up. We got Leicester, yeah. we got Fulham. We we could do something at the, in those. Um just you know, how how long 
I mean, you talk about Gary O'Neill. Do you reckon he keeps the job? How, you know, what, what kind of results does he have to get in order to, in order to turn an eye and, and make sure that he, he keeps the role? Yeah, I think he probably. I think we know we're in a safe pair of hands. So I think if you're new owners or or the people at the club at the moment, you say you probably give him to the World Cup and then and yeah. then see where you're at. But at the moment, he hasn't lost a football match. So um, yeah, the home games have been two games where it depends how you look at it. We haven't scored a goal, but we haven't conceded one either. Mm. Um, he's making us hard to beat, and at the moment, points like that are gonna are gonna keep us in this league. So. It will do, but yeah, we need to offer a little bit more going forward. We were unlucky today. I think a couple of couple of calls. We were unlucky. I think um, you think of the Forest one that they go over to the screen and give yeah, a penalty. Yeah. You think we could have got that today. I think it's one of them. I think it, either way, I could see why it was given. I could see why it wouldn't be given. And at the end, it looked like we could have had one as well. So a bit unlucky there, but we're we're looking we're looking competitive and we're looking good and we're staying in games. And I'll probably take that at this stage. To be fair, mate, it was a. It was a shame because I, I would have liked us to have caused the keeper more problems. Having said that, did Neto have that much to do? No. So it's probably not the best to watch, but we're certainly not looking like a team that are going to be right at the bottom of the league getting slapped. So we're, we're well in it. And there's teams, you know, Southampton lost at home today to Everton. Oh, wow, OK. Um, you know, even Liverpool didn't win again. So it's not an easy league. We're a point off Liverpool and we've, you know, I mean, we haven't lost to anyone that's outside mad. the big six. That's so mad. we can't be too downbeat. It wasn't a great game, but we haven't lost it. And I think that's the main thing this season. Yeah, nice. Thank you, buddy. Good no to see you. Hey, Jens, you all right? Yeah. Okay, well, there wasn't a lot, was there? There wasn't a lot to talk about. But if, you, if I was going to ask you then for a man of the match each, you think you could come up with a name? Yeah, Marcus Tavernier. Yeah, Tavernier. He's a, he's a handy little player, isn't he? He didn't have, the, didn't have his best game, but then I don't think anyone had an amazing game, did they? No. No. What about you? What do you think? Kiefer Moore. Yeah, I like Kiefer Moore. I think you know, I was a bit surprised to see him and Dom Solanke on the pitch, but they tried, didn't they? They were trying to link up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a few games coming up now where we might be able to get something. We've got Leicester next. Yeah. They're not looking great. Do you think we can up it a little bit, maybe get some goals? Yeah, I think Everton might be hard in the cup. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, play them. we've got to play Everton twice, haven't we? So what do you think? What do you think about Leicester next week? I reckon it's going to be a draw or a win to us. A draw or a win to us. We'll take that. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for waiting for me. Really appreciate it. Hey, Scott, you're all right. How you doing, buddy? I like your I like your shades. They look cool. This is last season's one. Oh, at the top, the the, the, the jacket. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the game? It was a tough game. I think I don't think I could put it myself. It was a tough game. It was tough on the pitch. It was, it was quite tough to watch in times as well, wasn't it? Um, what do you think? What do you think? How do you think Gary O'Neill's doing as a manager? Do you think he's doing well or not? I think he's doing really well, but we're still searching for a new manager. Do you think we'll keep Gary O'Neill or do you think we'll get another manager, Scott? I think we'll get another manager. Is there a manager that you like, Scott? Or is there not is there not somebody in your mind at the moment? I haven't made up my mind yet. No, I haven't made up my mind yet either. It'd be interesting to see if the uh, if the new owner comes in. Have you heard about this, a new owner? I heard about the new owner. And how does that make you feel? Does that make you feel excited? Yeah, that will be a... I feel excited. Yeah, me too. But great to see you, Scott. Come, thank you for coming on. See you next Saturday. See you next week. Yeah, brilliant. Hi, Alec. How are you? In the goalkeeper top today. Uh, yeah, the tra- I've got a lovely little training top. It's oh, is it a training top? Yes, tra- a training top. It's... Uh, where do we start then? Uh, well, we were solid at the back. Yep. Uh, we're undefeated outside the top six. And, I mean, Gary O'Neill, he's doing his job. And we're probably just waiting it out to the takeover at this point. We're sort of... It's, it's kind of like how when we sacked Tyndall, 
we didn't really have anyone in mind, so we just we just kept Woodgate in, and we kind of just rode out the uh, rest of the year, hopefully, and we were just hoping for Prem or just that we were still a, a club that could get to the Premier League this season after. So we're just kind of in that phase where we're just looking forward, not really looking in short term, we're looking long term. So do you think basically we're going to wait until after the World Cup, or January transfer window, decide whether we stick or twist on the managers, decide if we stick or twist on certain players that we might want to get in? Do you think that's that's the situation? We're going to see where we are in, in kind of January and make a decision then? Yeah, 100%. Um, I... I I don't see us getting a manager anytime soon. Uh, Gary O'Neill's doing an amazing job. Again, he's unbeaten outside the top six. Um, he's he's unbeaten in general, actually. But he, we play solid four. We were playing solid four four two today. Sure, we weren't that great attacking because we tried to do um, high crosses. We tried to get them high for Kiefer Moore, even though they had like Ben Mee and Janssen, who are six foot four, six foot three, right. and uh, can just hoof it out easily. But you know. We played into their weaknesses. Sure, we didn't get a win, but we got a point, and that's what we really needed today. That is what we need today. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Good to see you. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? I'm good. Good, good. What did you think of the game today? Ref terrible. Ref terrible. That might be the name of this uh, of our of our vlog, or maybe or something. That's, that sounds great. Ref terrible. Yeah, that's the first time he's ever refed us, apparently. No, it's the first time actually ever rested in the Premier League, actually. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. That is excellent news. Uh, do you think he'll be invited back to the Premier League? No. No, what level do you think he should be refing at? League One. League One, that's fair. Good starting point. Otherwise, <coughs> Metham did really well. I think he's really getting better and better and better. I think I think your dad will probably say something similar in a minute, but he is getting better and better. And Senezi didn't do too bad either, did he? Yeah, he's starting to get the hang of things now. Yeah, maybe just getting over that language language barrier that he might have had. Anybody else stick out for you today? Mm, I still feel like we should have put on Jaden Anthony. Okay. And took off um, Tavernier. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I, yeah, I mean, Tavernier's had an interesting game, really. Uh, some people really liked what he did. Some people said mm, he's a little bit off. It's a bit of a mixed bag from him today. But he's been quite consistent throughout the season so far, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yes, yeah, good. Thanks for coming on. I just appreciate it. Let's have a quick chat with Dad. Hello, hey, mate. buddy, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Did you like me little... I was going to say, know. did you actually coordinate that with your tash? No, I'm not. Oh, that's yeah. impressive work. Do you know what I want to do? There wasn't a lot to talk about the game, so let just just entertain me for a moment. I want to put a couple of googly eyes on that. So yeah. when I'm holding it, it looks like I've got a little friend. Yeah. 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 Um, well, where should we start with that? Number one, are we competitive at this level? Mm. Yeah. Let's start with that. We are. We are. Mm. Number two, we are structurally very organised. I like that. Yeah, we have good shape. Defenders are doing their job incredibly well. Mepham is getting better and better and better. Yep. Sanasi is progressing into that position. I feel confident that even though I miss Lloyd Kelly, I think Sanasi is a very, very good mm. understudy. So all of that is great. I thought Lerma put himself about really well. I do, however, think we could have put our foot down a little bit more at particular times in the game. Because if we were to be in a battle near the bottom at the end of the season, which there's a chance we will be, these are the kind of games where I, well, I'm not a professional football manager, I'd have gone for it a little yeah. bit more, with a little bit more aggression in the last 10 minutes. Other than that, it's a point on the board, moving on. I suppose it's a difficult situation for Gary O'Neill, probably sitting there in the hot seat, wondering how long he's got in it. 
uh, kind of making those decisions yeah. are probably more more typically hard for him. You know, you know whether to take the risk or not. But then at the same time, maybe it should be easier for him. Well, perhaps, but I think he's doing himself a great service for his future coaching career. You know, he's now proving week in week out that he gets it. Yeah. And he can organise a team. And those players are playing for him. Yeah. You can see they really want to do the best they can. But just those little things, little tweaks here and there. But we'll take a point. Didn't deserve to win it. The handball at the end, did the ref blow full time before he had a chance to go to VAR to check it out? Because I'm, I'm, I, we were just saying that maybe he couldn't go check it because he'd already gone like that and blown the whistle. Yeah. And you can't go back after that. So who knows? Well, I'm sure we're all going to find out. But, you know, in the VAR table, we must be in the Champions League now. We must be. Just quickly before you go, favourite event on California Games? Surf. Yeah, it's got to be the surf. surf I quite like the hacky sack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should get one on there. Yeah, I should. (laughs) Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, very well. First things first, before we carry on, where'd you get them shoes from? Oh, they're uh, eight men, so they're. Um, oh, I'll, I'll send you the. I'll send you the information oh, on them later. Nice, yeah, they're really lovely shoes, aren't they? Yeah, lovely shoes. Yeah, I was about to comment on your top, actually, mate. Yeah, it's really nice. Really always, always really well kitted out, well, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do, mate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, that's fashion. Done the Parker corner. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> Is there anything you want to talk about the game? I don't, I've probably not what's already been covered. I mean, I'm not first in the queue, so I, everything that uh, the game was has probably been said. To be honest, I just think that. Uh, we're, it was always going to be the case today, and this has yeah. probably been said, but we, it was going to be a tight game. Um, there's nothing to choose between the sides, I didn't think, uh, in terms of technical ability, in terms of the way they set up. We wanted to cancel each other out, um, which we, we both did. Yeah. Neither team deserved to win the game. Um, all I would say is two things, really. Firstly, I was massively impressed with how we set up in our own half, yeah. Tig, so uh, I thought that we were very organised. And Gary O'Neill has clearly got us very, very organised when we haven't got the ball. So when we're, um, we're up, up against it in our own half, we set up very well. Mepham outstanding. I thought the back four as a whole and, and the goalkeeper were faultless, to be yeah. honest. And in midfield as well, um, we're, we're very organised. But going forward, uh, it negates a bit of the threat going forward, doesn't it? And I think the formation, could we have matched them up and gone 3-5-2? Maybe, yeah. Um, you know, diagonal balls towards Kiefer Moore in the first half. He's out wide, putting the ball in the box. And you're thinking, Kiefer... You're the one that needs to be in the box, son. You yeah. don't want to be. You don't want to be drifting off wide, and we just didn't carry that threat. I thought when Christie came on second half, that was great. I thought he could have brought Jaden Anthony on because that's what we were missing, weren't we? We were missing that zip yeah. um, in, in between the lines. So behind behind the front two, we were missing somebody, some runners off of Kiefer Moore uh, and Dom Solanke. And what it does do when you play Kiefer Moore is it takes Phil Billen and Dom out of the game a little bit. Yeah, um, they're not as effective as what they can be. But it's all a balance. Um, Gary O'Neill's learning in the job, and he'll, he'll be pleased again with the way we've. We've kept a clean sheet and how we've been so well organised, but it just it just uh, takes away our attacking threat somewhat, and uh, that was the frustrating thing. Was it a penalty at the end? Let's find out. I mean, he blew the final whistle. He was itching to blow that final whistle. I think the ref because he didn't want the he didn't want to make the decision, did he? Because he no. thought I've gone over time. Let's just blow up and forget it. Yeah. But was it? I don't know. Um, so a few contentious decisions. As a whole, clean sheet, another point, and I think we we move onwards, don't we? It's, um, Big game next week against Leicester. We'll need to take points again. And we need to keep taking these points against the sides that are going to be in and around us. But uh, more positives than negatives for me. Yeah, I'm not negative at all. So um, we'll go home, we'll take it, and we move on from here. I think, mate, that was, that was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Good to see you. Thanks, lads. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, mate. See you soon.
Hello. Hey, Simon. Oh, now, Simon. Oh, Simon, now I saw you very briefly. You whipped past me. You did, yeah. Like a, like a whip it out of a, out of a track. You were unbelievable. Unbelievably yeah. quick. And you How went, are you, I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah, I'm okay. How Enjoy are you? The game. Did I enjoy the game? I didn't not enjoy the game. I wouldn't go that far. I, I suppose from my point of view, and probably from your point of view, obviously there was no goals, was there? No, so. I, I, I mean, obviously we, I've travelled from uh, London, you know, National yeah. Express, I would have walked here, but I mean, uh, <laughs> just to see the game. But uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, I think fair result for both sides. Uh, if we, I think we, if we had lost it at a game, it would have been unfair. But yeah, uh, I think like your Bournemouth fans have said about the penalties, I don't know about the first one. I was a bit nervous when he went over to the monitor. But yeah, yeah. Just nice to be here, I think. You know, I've, yeah. I've been to Bournemouth many times when you had, like, the uh, three sides. And, yeah. You know, uh, your channel is amazing. So, oh, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate that. do a lot of stuff for it and yeah. content. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think fair result of uh, both sides. So, you know. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about your season then, Brentford. I mean, you're going pretty good. Yeah, you're going pretty good. Everyone giving you the... It's like at the beginning of the season, everyone's knocking us saying, you know, you're never, you're going to finish bottom. And everyone was saying about you guys, you know, second season syndrome. But you're, you're doing yeah. all right. You're doing OK. Kicking along. Happy? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think if, if you look at where, sort of going back to Bournemouth again, you know, we could have been out of the league, couldn't we? Yeah. So I think, you know, we, we've got to prove ourselves as teams, haven't we? You're yeah. a good team. We're a good team. So we both deserve to be in the Premier League, I think. There's been, you know, long, hard uh, times, you know. Yeah. You were you were uh, bucketing outside yeah, yeah, of here. Yeah. We were bucketing outside, and I don't know. Today was one for the purists, wasn't it? it, yeah. it uh, you loved like three two or something. But I think when you look at yourself a match of the day, you think well, you know, you've done something well. So uh, yeah, who cares if we're last on match of the day? We're, we're on match of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean. you know, A guy sat next to me, Sam. He does. You probably know Sam. That's him there. Uh, he he said to me. He said. Uh, I've already said this once, but uh, April 2009, yeah. we played each other here in League Two. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. That's really unbelievable, isn't it? I, I was looking through like programmes, I've got old yeah. programmes, how many Bournemouth ones, and it's so, I think it's so nice also to come to a place like this, you know, well, we didn't really do pre-match, but, you know, coming yeah. to the ground, feel the bars, you know, um, and, yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, obviously, we would like to a couple of goals, but, I mean, uh, we can do that at the away fixture, can't we? So, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Good, for, good luck for you guys in the, in the season anyway. You know, two, two good uh, two good sides came together today and, you know, played nil, but never mind. So, yeah, I hope we see you next season, Simon. Yeah, anyway. All the best, care. mate. Thank you for coming down. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. What's your name? Nice to meet you, Hunter. What did you think? It wasn't the greatest game in the world, yeah. I know, but was there any moments that stuck out for you and you thought, ah, oh, it was all right? Yeah. They could have scored, like, um, pretty much of the goals because they had chances, like, all those three balls were good, but they scuffed it up anyway. They could have scored one goal and won the game, but they tried their hardest anyway. I've watched your videos. Oh, did you watch them? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I've watched... One of your old videos where there's these black, these uh, guys who are jumping up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my cousins. Oh, are they? Yeah. Are oh, you Jay Z? Yeah. Oh, oh cool. Little brother. Do you play football? Yeah. What position do you play? Uh, left wing. Left wing. Yeah. Runs in the family, huh? Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Maybe one day you come play for us here. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Maybe you can get some goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks for coming on, Hunter. Yeah. See you again sometime, yeah? Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Hey, Mark, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How's your life going at the moment? Everything all right? Yeah, good. Good. What did you think of the game today? I thought it was quite a poor game. 
Um, yeah, even either team, I don't think, really created too much, but we, we didn't get beat and take the point and just kind of move on, don't we? I just think we just lacked a little bit of width, maybe yeah. a little bit of like and the pace sort of like wide, really. Um, maybe they could have put maybe a Jaden Anthony or even a Dembele late on, could have been something maybe a little bit different to what we had on. Mm. Um, that might have been maybe like the difference. You, if you win 1 0, then you're, you're happy, if you, if, but if, if we lose it 1 0, Everyone's all a bit saying, "Oh, we sort of like changed it and, and things like that." But I think just, yeah, when you don't play well, you, you just take the point and move on, really. Yeah, I mean, we, did, we didn't come really threatened coming forward, but um, at the same time, I suppose on the other hand, you can look at and say, "Well, I, I don't remember really Mr. Tony being on the pitch no, much, do you?" No, no, um, no. I think sort of Me- um, Meppen again played really well. I thought yeah. sort of Sanessi played really well, especially at home. Obviously, he played. Um, against Arsenal, sort of like did play that well here, and I think he's played well, sort of in a couple of the away games. So to see him sort of like um, play really well at home, I think that's sort of like good. Obviously having Lloyd Kelly out, having those two sort of say solid at the back, um, I think we sort of like quite a good thing. I think O'Neill sort of like set him up. And we're quite like we look really organised, sort of like yeah. defensively. Um, but yeah, maybe just today we could have just been maybe a bit more like attacking really. But um, yeah, I think just when you when you're not playing that well, I think you just take the point and just move on. Yeah, exactly the case. And a lot of people have commented on how well set up we are now. Yeah. So going forward then, you know, Gary O'Neill, could he could he keep this job? Could he keep this job for the rest of the season, do you think? Not sure the rest of the season. Maybe until maybe like the World Cup possibly. Mm. And then they maybe like look at it. Obviously it depends on sort of like the takeover and thing, things like that. Um, but again, I think I sort of said before, he's, he's got to play sort of like say playing for him and, and things like that really. Maybe they give him until sort of like the World Cup. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure for the full season. Um, maybe if we're in a Champions League place, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, lovely to see yeah, you, Mark. All the best, buddy. You, see you soon. Cheers, and Dave. Aha! Hello, gentlemen, how are you? Good, yeah, good, Ethan. Uh, okay, there's not a thousand and one things to, to pull out of that game by any means, but uh, talk to me about the things that you remember. Um, Manfred doing well. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Very yeah. well put his body on the line as well um, Tavernier was a bit off today barely got a ball in the box um, Solanke he was a bit off he was not yeah. in his natural position um, Zamora played well yeah he's alright but could have done more could've, a point a point a point is a point isn't it a point is a point we've got Leicester next would, Dave would you take a would you take a point against Leicester I mean they're not doing very well at the moment but do you think I, that's I still okay point today yeah. and against Leicester yeah. I thought um, uh, Brentford slowed it down at the end and I think if we've had a bit of pace yeah but yeah yeah they're, they're playing well yeah um, Slanky was a little bit off it wasn't he but um, yeah Kiefer Moore my man of the match yeah he makes a difference, doesn't he? He's yeah, a different he kind of player we've got. I mean, there's no, they do say there's no easy games in the Premier League. And I, I think what I'm really proud of is actually we're showing that we're no easy game, despite no. what a lot of people have been saying about yeah, us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, spot on. You know, they didn't give us a chance, did they? No. You know, um, three, three bad games to start off with, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, and that's what people don't realise, I think. Or, or we'll, we'll go straight down. No, I think we're putting a bit of fight in. Yeah. And I hope... They give him the job. Oh, they give really him the job. Yeah. What do you think, Ethan? Do you think they should give him the job? And do you think, now I'm going to go a little bit controversial here, do you think if Scott Parker was in charge for those games that Gary O'Neill has, would we have got the same results? I mean, probably not. But Worse or better? 
better. In the middle, but in the middle. Okay. O'Neill, he's 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 done a good job, hasn't he? He's done a really good job. I, I think we should make him permanent. And uh, I bet Parker's kicking himself because now the new owner's coming in, and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. When is it not interesting here, eh? It always keeps changing. Thanks for coming on, gentlemen. Lovely to see you. Thank you. Up the cherries. Mm. So whilst it wasn't the most exhilarating performance myself and Tom, we were at the pair at Parley and we managed to somehow find five points of note from what was an otherwise turgid affair as Cherries drew against the Beast. It's a bit of a boring weekend, mate, wasn't it? Did we have a game? We had. And this is five things we learned from Bournemouth v Brentford. Mm. There weren't many things to learn, but we managed to pick out five points. And the first of which, Tom... Yes. We perhaps didn't learn this, but VAR is still completely useless. Been chatting to a number of different people. People are saying different things, but there were three different incidents. I think two of them had more talking points than the rest. The first one, though, was Jordan Zamora, mm. and that's when it looked like he was felled. Well, he was felled, went to VAR, referee stuck with his decision. Of course, there was the one where... The body was thrown in front of Kiefer Moore just as he was taking a shot later on into the second half and then the foot-to-hand moment yeah. in the final stages of the game, nearly the last moment of the game. But, mate, VAR, it's still vaster colours, isn't it? Oh, it stinks, mate. I hate it. I bloody hell. I knew I'd hate it. But, yeah, it's horrible, especially as a match-going fan. It is, um, it is really horrible. You just don't really know what's going on. I think it's just the consistency. I mean, do I, do I think any of them or if all of them were, were penalties? I'm not sure. Um, so in that instance you go well you can't give them then agreed but then we go to Nottingham Forest and it's a ball to hand and the ref changes mind gives a penalty and it's just there's just no consistency I saw obviously not in our game but I saw uh, one in the Chelsea game which was outrageous and I can't help but think that this was supposed to be brought in to you know iron, iron stuff out and stop a bit of controversy but if we're one of the big boys, one of the the big six, get we get we get a penalty at the weekend. Yeah. Um, if we're one of the big six, we maybe even get away with it at Newcastle, and suddenly we're talking about six points in the last two rather than two. Yeah. Um, and that's what's frustrating. There's no consistency. I don't understand the handball rule, for example. Don't get it. I don't particularly their one right at the end of the game, as you mentioned. I don't particularly want them to be given as penalties because mm. I don't think the player knows. But did did Lloyd Kelly know when he was when the ball got smashed at him from about two yards? No, of course he didn't. And that went against us because we were away from home at a big club. And and that's what frustrates me. The first one, the Jordan Zamora one, difficult one. That if that's in the middle of the pitch, it's a foul all day long. Yeah, it is. Foul Do you think we're overcomplicating it when we think of VAR? We're just overcomplicating it. To me, he took out Jordan Zamora and then he got the ball. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. and I'm watching different things on Sky Sports where Dermot Gallagher's thinking it's a pen, but then there's other media pundits and ex-referees who are saying it isn't a pen. Yeah, it's just all over the place. What what really gets me is that you can have two very similar incidents happening in different matches, and you can have one ref say one thing, and one ref say another. And it will go to VAR. Now I thought the whole point of VAR is right or wrong. Yeah. But it's nothing to do with right or wrong. It seems to be whether there's a clear error made it's, by the referee, which I just don't get. This goes from a refereeing kind of opinion to some more referees sat in Stockley Park giving their opinion. And what's the point? I, I, 
to, to me, it's kind of, right, this bloke's getting paid to be a referee. We're not always going to like it, but it's, it's, it's what he says goes. Just do it like that. Yeah. The offside thing's maybe a little bit of a different conversation because, yeah, it, I don't like it personally because it's a, I think it's, I don't think football's a science and it's, it's too much of a science with these lines out. But I guess there's a little bit more of a, a yes or a no with, with offsides. Yeah. With this, it's still someone's opinion. It's still... Um, a, a certain person's decision. So let's just leave it with a ref, shall we? Otherwise, we might as well get rid of them and just have robots. I, I don't, but yeah, it still it still frustrates me because I still feel like we're going to... We'll see come the end of the season, but I bet the likes of Bournemouth, the likes of Brentford will have less decisions go their way mm. from VAR than the likes of Chelsea, Newcastle, bigger clubs. But what infuriates me, and I wrote this out the other day, is just the fact that it takes so long and to me there's no sporting integrity to that it's like stopping ronnie o'sullivan when he's on his way to a 147 when he's like you know 120 points down on the board or michael gerwin's on for a nine dart and after six darts they have to stop it for a bit and then because you like your mindset changes yeah and at that stage we were just getting into the game it was a little bit bitty it was a little bit scrappy but the like, momentum was building and then it stops for two minutes and then it's almost like we have to reset again. And to me, it just kills the passion, it kills the anger that the players might feel after a wrong decision. You know, that's what I just don't understand is that the fact you can have two different decisions from the same incident in two different games. To me, that doesn't make sense. Why have VAR in the first place if it's just going to go with what, with what the ref says? It doesn't, I don't get it. No, I agree. And I, I just don't like what it what it does as a supporter. It kills everything. You, you don't feel like you can celebrate a goal the same way. Football is is all about going, going down the pub with your mates and talking about all the controversial decisions. It's going to happen anyway. It's still happening now. But and was it got... a pen, though? Was it a pen, Zamora's one? I mean, his leg was unusually high, wasn't it? I, I would probably say that one is probably a pen. Yeah. But I could see why a ref maybe wouldn't give it. The other two, I don't think Okay, are. why wouldn't you give it? Because he gets a touch on the ball. So what, he, he gets a touch on the ball before he gets a touch on Zamora, is that right? Yeah, I, I just think it's one of them that's really, you have to see it so many times that if a referee, set, let's just say in this conversation there's no VAR, yeah. if a referee doesn't give that, I would look at it and go, oh, that might be a pen, but I can see why he hasn't. Mm. So it, it wasn't clear and obvious, but um, the other two aren't pens in my opinion. Mm. Um, that one maybe is, um, but I could see why he didn't. And But yeah, as I say, mate, it just, it just, it just kills everything for, for me, I think as a... As a football fan that goes to games, it's all about the memories you have in the, in the crowd with your mates yeah. and you know, going, going mental and just living in the moment. Now we can't because yeah. we've got to wait around. and it's, It just frustrates me. And as one of the little boys, I, I do think we're going to suffer more than, more than most. And then when Kiefer Moore was through on goal, we sort of broke away. Lerma set Tavernier free and then it fell to Kiefer Moore. I think he maybe should have taken it first time. He didn't, mm. took a touch. And then a body came in. There were a few half-hearted shouts there. It ended up going the other way, didn't it? Was that... Was that a pen? It didn't seem like a pen to me when I saw it. No, I didn't think it was a pen. There was no part of me that really thought it was a pen. I probably don't even... I don't think it was a foul the other way, to be honest, but um, it, it wasn't a penalty for me, no. no. And then the last one, the ball-to-hand moment. Sorry, foot-to-hand. Yeah, it's one of them, but I don't think that's a penalty. But then you go, yeah, but what about Lloyd Kelly's at Forest? I go, oh, it is then. Yeah. And that's, that's what I mean, because I, I don't know the rule. I don't understand what's going on because of the lack of consistency. I saw I'm in the North Stand, I'm right behind it. My head goes, well, that's never a pen. And then I go, oh, but some of the decisions that have been given, there's they no, might give it. There's no black and white to it, no, is there? The only clue. black and white is the fact that they will make the referee check if it's a 50-50. If they consider it a 50-50, the only black and white is that we're going to no, ask no, the no. referee to check this. And then he can do whatever he wants anyway. So it's all subjective. Therefore, 
why not just get rid of it? Exactly. Just yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, just What's get rid of it. Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it's all subjective get rid of regardless. Yeah, just get rid of that bloody thing. Do my head in. Point number two, what else did we learn? Oh, go on. I thought the atmosphere was rank. Oh. I was like, oh, mate, I thought it was really bad. I know it's Brentford. And Brentford aren't one of the bigger sides, and we always raise ourselves for the big teams or, or the local derbies. And actually, to be honest, Brentford is probably more local than most yeah. teams we're playing this season, apart from what Saints. But I thought the Ted Mack, where I was in, was dead. Sometimes you don't get to, because of like, the atmospherics and like, the way the wind's blowing and stuff, sometimes you don't hear the sound carry from the North Stand. But as someone in the North Stand, was it all right? Nah, rubbish. It was dead. What, why is that? I don't know, and, and I think this point of, it probably just, just happens naturally, but this point of, you know, it's not a, a massive game in terms of not playing the big boys. I mean, but, it is, but it's a huge game. Huge though. game. Well, we're, we're, the, we're the first, um, as, a, as a fan base, to moan when you go to your Liverpools and your Man Cities, and, and they, they're so dead because of Bournemouth for there. Yeah. But then we're doing the same thing, in my opinion. I, I, it's difficult. I think we go to all the games, and I think all the home fans have probably been a little bit disappointed, yeah. um, and they normally are. But yeah, it does frustrate me. I think we, apart from Man City, was yeah, they weren't too bad. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it, it was poor. And I think it's it's one of them. It is a balance. We've spoke about this in the past. It's got to be a bit of give and take. It was a dull football match. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I think sometimes you've got to have a bit of give and take. And I think the players would would appreciate that as well. That they've got to give us something to cheer about, and then we've got to get behind them. And I think it kind of it it goes with the nature of the game. And yeah. even little things like that could have been a dull game, but we were getting corner after corner, and yeah. everyone's like, oh come on. And, and it wasn't quite that sort of game. And I don't, to be fair, I don't think for an away fan base, Brentford were that loud either. No, they weren't. And no. Away fans normally get rocking. I think that was the type of game. Yeah. So I think take a pitch salt a little bit, but we do need to improve it because we're as one of the little boys. We need to make it a bit of a fortress. We've just yeah. got to. We've got to. I really hope there can be some changes in the long. Look, obviously this new takeover. We don't know what's going to happen, but I gather there are certain things being done. Um, in and around the stadium to help improve. Okay, the look of the stadium. I, I'm, I'm hearing. Sorry to like, sound like one of these um, investigative journalists when it comes to AC Bournemouth, but the seats, a certain section of seats will be, um, they're trialling a recolouring of the seats. Yeah. So they're less pink and more red, which is quite good. But what I would like to see in terms of, not in terms of the sort of aesthetics, is I would like to see safe standing. Because yeah, I, I think that. that, you know, that would certainly help. And there are times where I've been in the North Stand and I, it, you know, it'd be great to have all the singing lot together. I sometimes sit my seat and they're say like the left side are like singing really loudly and I'm sat somewhere on the right hand side in the middle wherever um, and there are just people around you that aren't singing you feel almost embarrassed to sing because mm. you feel as though you're spoiling their moment mm. but they've chosen to sat in the North Stand for a reason yeah. but they're choosing not to get behind the lads when a lot of other people are and sometimes I don't know I just feel as though we need to come together and I, I would really like Dean Court to become a fortress and yeah. to be a loud fortress as well. But for some games where I feel as though the ones where we should be winning, um, you know, Brentford, look, we'll take a draw, but that was one of the winnable ones. Yeah. We, we just we didn't really get behind them. And I know it's give and take, but some fan bases give more than they take. And, you know, some fan bases, I feel, maybe take more than they give. And perhaps, perhaps we're one of them. It's, um, it's, it seems to be going that way. I think we hopefully we can sort, sort it out. And as I say, it was a particularly dull game. But yeah, we, we do need to get behind them a little bit more. I think it's, um, it's, it's very important, as I say, for a club like us to really make it a, a nasty place for the opposition to go, um, for sure. And, and we need to try and get it rocking as best we can. You know me, mate, I wouldn't be embarrassed, but I haven't got a loud enough voice. I try yeah. my best, but yeah. I'm only little. Oh, um, but yeah, let's, let's hope we can sort that out because I think 
Gary uh, at the moment in charge and the players, they would proper appreciate it. Yeah. Point number three. Mm. We looked a bit blunt up top. Yeah. I thought we looked blunt on the attack. Uh, quality seemed to evade us in the final moments. There were... Look, this is this is just one 90-minute game where we've just got these gripes, so yeah. I'm sure it'll be corrected in future games. But there were just a few individuals that weren't particularly at it. I thought that Tavernier's set pieces weren't particularly great, and there, you know, there were a number of people on social media that were saying that as well. I think that we probably looked a poor aside for having Kiefer Moore in it this time. I thought that we could have maybe chucked on some other players that would have that attacking flair, such as Jaden Anthony or, dare I say it, Sariki Dembele, to, you know, to run at them. It seems like he only trusts Christie to come on from the bench at the moment. I don't know. I just felt as though the mentality went back to sort of the Scott Parker sort of do not lose yeah. rather than the, you know, smell blood, let's get the win. Because Brentford, I don't, I don't think were that great. Well, I think that's getting a balance. I think we've, I certainly agree, we look blunt up top. Um, I think I went into the game. Sanguine is the word I'm going to use, right, Craig? Um, I'm look that up. Yeah. So, so I, was, I was hopeful, sanguine. okay? Yeah. I was hopeful but not expectant. Yeah. I knew it would be a difficult game. Um, and I think that was probably the way it turned out. I think, yeah, what you got there? Optimistic or positive, especially in an apparently bad or difficult situation. Yeah, we're not expected to do anything, but I was hopeful. Um, Who said that? Craig. He always gives us a little word. Travers. Um, but yeah, no, no. Listen, I thought I, I totally agree. But equally, I think I said this on a previous show. We keep saying at the end of games, going, I didn't think they were that good. So if we keep saying that, we we're doing something right to stop them looking any, yeah, any good. Okay. And I think as much as we were blunt up top, they certainly were as well. Yeah. I don't think there was much in the game. I think it was a fair result. I think um, I actually think I looked at every game individually this season. And I think we're exactly what we deserve to have. The two games we won, we thoroughly deserve to win. Yep. The three games we lost, we thoroughly deserve to lose. And all the draws, I think we earned a draw but didn't do enough to win. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually think we're on the, on the points total. We deserve to be. I totally agree with you that we, we didn't give enough going forward. Similarly to the other um, home game with, with O'Neill in charge, which was a 0-0 against Wolves. But it's, it is getting that balance. And I think the result of Newcastle in particular, which was a, I felt like a bonus point. I didn't expect yeah, to go yeah. there and get anything. I think it was one of them. I think he's he's in da- he was in danger of that in that moment kind of going, we've probably got a point here. We look comfortable. We look like we're going to be able to grind this out. Yeah. Do I stick or twist? Mm-hmm. Do I go for it? Bring on your Jane Nantley, your Dembele, and, and kind of have a go because they look like we could nick, nick a win here. Yeah. But if I do that, we might get caught. And I think because of the point in Newcastle, we thought actually it's a good point and it's safer. If we go for it, and they score a late goal, everyone goes, why did he change it? We didn't look like we were yeah, going to concede. Point. It's a difficult one. I totally agree with you. I'd like to see us uh, a little bit more expansive. But we had something to hang on to. And I think it, on the long run, I think it, this will all go to this next game against Leicester. If we go and beat Leicester, mm. we'll look back and go, that's a bloody good point, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think the Newcastle point helped, helped towards that. But I agree, it probably, it was an interesting one that he only made that one change. And... Does that mean that he maybe doesn't trust the the, the squad players and the, and the sub as much that we had on the pitch? Maybe because there were a few players. I think Billing and, and Tavernier in particular. I felt ran their race, and I felt that we could yes. have freshened it up. But yeah. maybe he just thought it might take these players a couple of minutes to get into it, and at least these players know their roles, and we're probably going to get a point here. So, yeah, balance again, mate. But we certainly need to. And Gary O'Neill said it, didn't he? We certainly need to offer a little bit more of a threat to the opposition. Yeah. We just we just need to give them something to worry about a little bit. I think. 
Point four of what we learned from Bournemouth Brentford was Lerma, the enforcer. What a good game he had, mate. What a good game he had. He was doing his normal defensive duties, but he was managing to also be on the on the end of a number of chances. That one that was cleared off our, off the line, yeah. which was probably our best chance actually. But yeah. I thought he had a really, really good game. Maybe not a new thing we learned, but especially from that game, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, he was superb. I thought he kept everything ticking. Um, he was the glue, if you like. Um, got his first yellow, didn't he? Um, but nice to see him back in back in the months of bookings. I was going to be worried about him. Like, has he calmed down a bit too much? But as you say, he, he scored against Villa. Um, and he had uh, one header that went over the bar and then the one that they cleared off the line. So he's he's showing that strength in the air. Um, but I just think he's just, yeah, he's so good in front of that back four. And, you know, they almost at times should have had an extra body in there yeah. with the way they, they were set up compared to ourselves. But he is, he is superb for me. He's so consistent. It's unreal. He very rarely has a bad game. Um, his, his, you know, his, his completion of passes is always up there. Uh, one of the best on the team and he, he breaks the play out really well so he's been really really key for us and I think as well with the kind of injuries we've got at the moment the few injuries we've got but one of them has been Pearson you need people like Lerma to to make sure they're they're doing the business and I equally I thought I think him and for the first time him and Lewis are, are having a nice little combination now there's probably yeah. a, a period of they you know them two in the side together and it's working really well I think Lewis actually did have the best pass completion rate Lerma was shortly behind and uh, that's key and that's fine um, for them two to be really short, and that's that's helped the the defence as well, and the fact that we've kept the few clean sheets now after our nine nil slapping up at Anfield. Point five then of what we learned, and that is the fact that Chris Mepham and Marcus Senezi were absolutely rock like yeah. at the back. Chris Mepham especially, I thought was superb, but it's good to see Marcus Senezi growing into his position. I thought he did he did really well, uh, but Chris Mepham as well, I mean. The, you know, there were some brilliant blocks he was making. You know, there was one block on Ivan Tony, I think, that was superb. It, it, it would have been offside anyway. Yeah. But he just slid in. He was putting his body on the line. I, you know what? This is a good combination that's forming. Really, really good. Um, yeah, another clean sheet at home. I think um, people don't, as people outside of Bournemouth don't realize. We're without our captain, by the way. <laughs> we're without our main centre half in Lloyd Kelly. Um, you know, and we're also without you know Fredericks one available at the weekend, and then as I mentioned, Ben Pearson who's a bit of a protector. So, and we come off the back of a nine nil, mm. and we've kept a couple of clean sheets in that time, and um, that's really impressive. I think Celesi started. You know, he got chucked in the deep end didn't he, with the games, you know, the Arsenal game and the and the Liverpool game, and then he actually struggled in moments at Norwich as well. Yeah. And I think he's growing into it now, which has been great for him. And and him and Mep seem to know each other a bit better. Even even this game, I felt he grew into it. He got better as the game went on. Um, looks a lot calmer on the ball, reads the game quite well because he ain't got a lot of pace. Yeah. Um, so I was really, really pleased for him. Um, but Meps, I mean, I tell you what, you know when things are just going your way. So Meps was always known as this defender that we. I've always known he's a good player, yeah. and he's a good footballer. But it felt like every time he'd misplaced a pass, they'd put it in the net, yeah. and you go, he's just not getting the right. So then he get criticised. He made one under hit pass, and then Dams got hit it, and Neto saved it. And you thought that's when you're having the rub of the green at the moment. It's going your way, yeah. and you deserve that. You really deserve that at the moment because you've been, in my opinion, it's only eight games. Yeah. But if I'll say it to you now, without, um, without you knowing I'm going to ask this, if you had to say who's your player of the season, it's Chris Mappen. It's yeah, got it to is, be Chris Mappen. Yeah, it is Chris Mappen. I think, you know, I, you, think I think everyone looks at the Liverpool game and kind of goes, well, I'll get that to the side. And then Mappen's yeah, just no, been, been our most consistent player. I'm really, really pleased for him. And as I say, when he did make one under-hit pass, I was just pleased he wasn't punished for it. And that's when things are going your way. And he, he deserves that. 
because he's yeah he's been great. I think he brings the ball out well, as you say, defensive side of his game. The block. What I'm really in, before sorry before you come to that, what you were going to say. Mm. What I'm really intrigued is that him and Senesi in particular. So I thought they looked good against Ivan Tony, mm. he's a, a striker that's just kind of stood up there, big guy, but he's not going to run the channels as much. Um, similar with Izak, he kind of stood up there against them and they were fine. Against Leicester, they're going to either have Daka, Vardy, Iniacho's no slouch. They're going to be running yeah. with pace. That will be interesting. Do you think that would be more of a, a, a sort of flat back four so that Jay-Z can help out a little bit? Maybe. And we'll probably, we'll probably make sure we're deep because we, we don't want any, any runs in behind because they're going to dust them for pace. So that would be interesting because they'll have to maybe change slightly their positioning for that game. But One thing I was going to say is that you know, Chris Mappen, I, I used to get a bit tentative when he would be on the ball. Mm. Uh, but now I don't really feel that nervousness or anxiety whenever he's on the ball. I feel yeah. I feel relatively confident when he's on the ball. I always feel like he's a brave player in the sense that he will... He'll try things. He will always try and play the pass rather than just lump it up. Yeah. And as I say, unfortunately at times he gets caught out and he goes to the back of the net and he gets heavily criticised, of course. But at the moment, he's the more games he's playing, the more confidence he's getting... Um, because listen, he was one at the start of the season. Obviously, we had a different manager, but you thought he could go. You know, mm. he's got a World Cup coming up. He needs to be playing football. And at the moment, he's absolutely nailed on star, isn't mm. he? And it'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. But if Kelly was back tomorrow, would he go back straight back in the side? I don't know. Is it a thing now where you're looking at it and going, actually, when Kelly's back, are we more suited to playing them three as a three, mm. and maybe playing a three-five-two, and then you can have Moore and Solanke up there. We ain't got a lot of wingers. Interesting, but good, good problems to have. But then Marcus Nasey, whenever he was on, I thought he looked really composed as well. There was a moment in the second half where you know, the ball was coming over, looked in a tight situation, he just chested it down yeah. and looked, you know, looked really strong on the ball and then he brought it out and then he, his distribution was relatively good as well. He's growing into it, isn't Absolutely, he? absolutely. And you don't, you don't play for the Argentinian national team. You don't play in, no. in European games if, if you're not a good footballer. Um, and I think, I think we said this when we went to um, Norwich because it was kind of the first time we probably saw him against, you know, not against an unbelievable, you know, like an Arsenal or a Liverpool or whatever. And I thought... Norwich okay, are good. Yeah, and I thought, OK, he hasn't got a load of pace. We can see that. But at times I thought, oh, he likes, he likes to ball at his feet. OK, he, he is comfortable with that. So I think we'll start to see that that more um, as, he, as he comes in. And weirdly, we don't want Lloyd Kelly to be out. But that's allowed these two to kind of think, right, we've got the opportunity yeah. now. Because listen, we, we were weak at the back at the start of the season. That's why we needed... To, and Jack Stevens hasn't seen a kick because he yeah. can't get in. So, um, yeah, no, really pleased for the pair of them, mate. And another clean sheet. Also falls into another player as well. Yeah, Neto. Uh, Neto. Uh, who, uh, you know what, he... Obviously, you know, Travers had that sort of misfortune of being yeah. dropped after the 9-0, which sort of looks bad. But there are, there are reasons other than just shipping nine goals. I'm sure they, um, you yeah. know, they took him out for that. But since Neto's been in, it's, you know, it's very difficult to, to then put Travers in again. Because, I mean, there was a stat that was out yesterday, I think, or mm. today about his safe percentage, wasn't it? Best in the Premier League. So really? it's over 90%. Um, the wow. only one in the Premier League over 90%. And I, I fought back to him and go, actually, yeah, when he comes in... How many shots have gone gone through him? Not, I mean, was it the Forest game that he played in the Forest game? Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Forest game. Apart from and one's a penalty, isn't it? So yeah, yeah you, you're looking at it going. Actually, yeah, he's kept a few clean sheets already, and um, yeah, he's looking good. I, I, I agree. Mark Travers is. I, I'm still. It's weird because Neto's done nothing wrong, and that stat alone says that how good a goalkeeper he is. But I don't think I, I still don't know if he's a better goalkeeper than Travers. I think what Neto brings is experience. He brings leadership qualities yeah. and that at the time after just getting slapped 9-0 and at a low moment, we just lost our manager as well. I think it was a really sensible call mm. 
to take Travers out the firing line and go, let's bring in, a, you know, listen, this guy's played for Brazil, he's played for Valencia, he's played for Barcelona. What was weird during that first half mm. is I sort of forgot who was in goal. Mm. And there was, a, there, was a, there was a point in time where I thought, oh, you know, Travers has done really well there, but it could be either of them. Yeah, I don't... You know, I that's don't, how solid yeah. they both are. Really good to have, have two good keepers. I think we've we've done that quite well in our Premier League time, really, because obviously we had the spell with Ramsdale and we had Boric still on the books, and then we've had Begovic on the yeah. book. It's really important to have two in there. And I, I do genuinely believe that they're both really competing, and, and Neto knows that. Mm. If Neto makes it, as, as one of them games where he maybe drops a few things, lets in a silly goal, Travis can come straight in. Yeah. He can come straight in, and, and no one would, would bat an eyelid, really. I think, I think we've got two good goalkeepers there, but I do think that his experience is helping the back four and the team as as you know as a unit to be honest but um nothing against Travs at all of course but um i like that too i like our south american trio I mean, yeah. we've, we've discussed them all there and uh, before that i think one turby was the only south american we've had and yeah anyone got... but at the moment <laughs> i'm liking my south american trio i've got to say love it so look those were the five things we learned from the brentford game but it's also just worth touching on brentford i, I tell you what nice to meet simon hoyle who was uh, mm. on the fan cam simon i didn't didn't quite appreciate it was you because i was stood filming and I sort of asked just before you would come on you know, what's your name Are you Simon I just <laughs> thought it was any Simon I didn't realize it was the Simon yes. Simon great to meet you I gather you met Tiggs just beforehand as well uh, and Brentford themselves I mean I thought they were quite actually quite disappointing I, I expected more from them but yeah. uh, during the course of the season they've they've been fairly sound and you know yeah. they they probably will be all right. I mean, they could get dragged in, but yeah. I thought that, um, you know, they've got quality all over the pitch, but um, maybe we should have imposed ourselves more on them because they weren't so good, but maybe they're a good side. Yeah, I think they'll be, uh, they were one of my teams that I thought could get dragged in Me at the start too. of the season, especially with losing Ericsson. We, we touched on that in the preview, but I think they're, um, they may be with Ericsson going, they may be taking a little bit out of themselves offensively. But I think they've probably improved defensively. I think Ben Mee's a really shrewd sign and uh, gives you experience in the uh, Premier League experience. And I think him and Janssen are a really solid pairing. That's their first clean sheet in 19 games away from home. OK, that's interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do think they'll be OK. And, and I, I do want us to, to remember that I, fi- I feel like, without even looking, that on these kind of shows when we've looked back on games... Wolves, we said, I thought Wolves would be better. Newcastle, we said, I thought Newcastle would be better. We said the same about Brentford. So let's give ourselves some credit that maybe we are nullifying these teams, even though I do agree with you. Yeah, I did yeah. think Brentford would be better, but we are nullifying these teams well. Um, it's, but we're probably not offering enough up the other end. But for, from a Brentford point of view, I probably think it was a nice time to play them. I said this beforehand, but didn't want to jinx it. The Ivan Tony situation of him getting the England call-up yeah. and then not getting a minute, I think would have deflated him a little bit, even yeah. subconsciously. If he had played 10 minutes and yeah. ran around and he'd have come back going, I've played for England, real confidence. I think him going out there, mm. not kicking the ball, he's probably come back a little bit like, and I think that helped us. I didn't think he looked, he looked great. And I also think the losing, yeah. I spoke about this with Steve Hensman, Norgar not being available. I think he's kind of, we're talking about it with Lerma. I think he's the glue a little bit. He keeps him ticking. And I think it probably was a good time to play him because they were without him. When Tony, when, like, when Ivan Tony is negated, yeah. do, Pre- do Brentford become... Crap, not crap. Poorer. Um, oh, well, I mean, I, I think it's, it would be, but, but I think it's weirdly similar to us. I think if you stop Dom Solanke, you take so much out of the team. Um, I, I was surprised they. I don't know what Brentford fans think if there's many watching, but I. I mean, I said in the preview, I thought the Visser might start. He come on. I thought they might have started him just because he gives them something else, something a bit different. Um, and they didn't do that. And yeah, they're probably a little bit reliant on him. And, and as we mentioned when we're talking about our centre halves. They are centre-offs that we've got in at the moment without Kelly. Mm. 
Mets Celesi, I think they want a big man to stand up there with them. Mm. And that's what happened. And and maybe that, that suited us a little bit. But yeah, Brentford will, will know they didn't. I think both teams will go, we weren't great. We haven't lost the game. There are, there are a lot of uh, Bournemouth fans that are very um, pro Gary O'Neill and they, and they were after his first couple of performances, especially after Forrest. And, look, and it's the easy. Lost. He, he hasn't lost a game. It's, it's very quick to make judgments based on, you know, Nottingham Forest, everyone was elated, you know, give him the job. Um, <laughs> a, a couple of forum posts, and I, I feel it's, it's important because I think we've been very pro Gary O'Neill, not pro Gary O'Neill, but we've been we've been loving the work he's he's he, he's made us more defensively resolute it's very easy to say after ship nine goals against liverpool however one forum poster said to me this was the day that gary o'neill showed he's not the man for the job i gave him the benefit of the doubt for not attempting to attack a desperately low on confidence walls but to do it again and have a second home game bereft of intent or entertainment should mean he should be viewed as a caretaker and then back in as a coach afterwards what's your thoughts on seeing that uh, I, I disagree harsh, I disagree harsh. personally I, I can see the, the point because it was a dull game and we could have gone for it um, but very easy to say in hindsight I, I mentioned that earlier we go for it he brings on Jane Nantley and, and Dembele and and gets two up and, and, and goes expansive and we get caught in the break and lose 1-0 I'm telling you now don't know who that person is and uh, what the, who the post was made by but they're saying that was naive um, we... I, will, will this change your mind? It was yeah, I know it was I'm only joking I know it was <laughs> Oh do you? Yeah yeah oh, um, uh... No of course uh, no, and I, I, I totally see the point but in my opinion if we go for it yeah. it's all easy in hindsight if we go for it we make attacking changes everyone probably would have been happy in the stadium and we're going, right, we're going for this now. We get caught on the counter-attack and lose 1-0. I'm telling you now that everyone's going, that shows a naive manager that's not ready for the job, in my opinion. Um, I, I want to see a more expansive team. I've always said that. I, I'd rather I'd rather go out there and draw. I'd much rather draw 3 all than 0-0. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think he's come in to a, to a job that have lost their captain at centre-half, our best centre-half. We've lost 9-0. And I think he's gone, right, I need to make us harder to beat first and foremost. Let's not go too mad here. Let's yeah. make sure we're harder to beat. And we have been. Um, and only time will tell. I think at the moment, I, I agree with the I wouldn't give him the job. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and give him the contract now. No, no chance. I would say we're in capable hands. We're in safe hands. We're doing well. He hasn't lost a football match. Um, let's keep it as it is. Probably till the World Cup, but you know, not put a time scale on it. See how we are. The player's obviously playing for him. It's all going okay. And we'll see who's about. I personally think at the moment there's no one out there that we can attract that's screaming, mm. "Come get the job!" In my opinion, so that's why I'm happy. But it wasn't. It was. Don't get me wrong. It was not a good football match. We weren't brave and, and offensive, but we were. We were compact and resolute, and we got a good point, in my opinion. Mm. Okay, Dom Solanke. Just want to talk about Used him to be scared as well. Um, he, he, he's arguably our most important player, but he seemingly not being. Mm-hmm. Play twister. Look, these are the. Um, we'll put them on screen now. These are the average positions, and you know, there's what Tavernier and Kiefer Moore playing ahead of him. Yeah, ahead of him. He's like the you know third most advanced player. He needs to be up there and getting more involved, doesn't he? He does. I think he's getting whether it's a an instruction or just just him naturally. I think he's getting frustrated. Um, but, you know, by the way, the game's panned out and he's going searching for the ball, which I can appreciate. So he's dropping a lot deeper. Mm. Um, and, he, and he's trying to do a bit too much. But I, I think it, I mean, it happened a lot last season, to be fair, even in the championship. He, he is becoming a bit isolated at times, which I think he knows is going to happen. But we, we need to give Dalton something. 
We're not giving him enough. We need to give him a few opportunities. If he's getting a couple of one-on-ones a game, I'm literally talking one or two, yeah. and he's missing them, you go, Don, that's your job, mate. You're having a few... This, in this league, you're only going to get a few chances. You need to take them. Yeah. He's not even getting one or two, is he? So we do need to give him a little bit more. I do feel for him at times. I think I think what I will say um, about, about Gaz is he, he, he tried to get a body up there with him at home. He went, right, I'm going to play Kiefer Moore. We are at home. Let's try and get a body a little bit closer to him. But I don't think he got the balance right. He, he obviously played Billing kind of off the left position. He that, tried yeah, something. Yeah, to me, that was a bit... It was odd. I, was I think odd. I think his thing... He did drift inside a lot, Phil Bill. I think was... his thinking was, Bill will naturally drift inside, Jay-Z will bomb on yeah. and give us that width. It didn't quite work, in my opinion. And maybe we could have changed that. But I think... He's trying to get, get Dom some, some support, but also not leaving us too open. It's, it's a real fine balance. But Dom's, yeah, you don't want Dom to be overly isolated, but he's going to know. If he's, if he's a striker, I mean, Ivan Tony is a prime example. You're, you're playing in one of them teams. You're, you're, it's going to be few and far between, and you are going to have to go search for the ball, and you are going to be frustrated for long periods, and that's, that's when you need to show what you're about. Um, it wasn't a good game for Dom, but equally, I don't think we helped him enough. Yeah. I would like to see you like to see a Tavernier, I thought, Energy, yeah. sensational by the way, he was dead on his feet at the end. Set pieces aside, I thought he was brilliant, I think he's been a really good addition. But I would like to see, like I say, it's probably instruction, but someone like a Tavernier, who's clearly got a bit of pace, to just get a little bit closer, to be asked to go, actually, go, go and get in and around Dom, give them something else to worry about, because at the moment, Ben Mee and Janssen were just worried about Dom running, yeah, really. And, and, and we, need to, we need to give Dom a little bit more support, but hopefully that'll come. Yeah, as Tom said during that show, if we managed to get a win next week, then we would look back at this and think, yeah, that's a good point. We're playing Leicester. Now, Leicester are playing Nottingham Forest tonight, so we don't know the result of that, but their form at the moment dictates that Bournemouth might actually have a chance. Brendan Rodgers, I tell you what, he's, he's one of the managers that's surely next for the sack. They aren't doing very well whatsoever, but... Anyway, we're, we're playing Leicester next week. And of course, Back of the Net will have you covered, not only on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash AFCB podcast, but also here as well. So looking forward to seeing you Monday morning, hopefully cheering on three points against the Foxes. Can we outfox Leicester? That's a, good, that's a good headline, isn't it? Okay, maybe it's not. See you next week. Other chairs. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.